Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. With July in the rearview mirror, it's business as usual for a lot of people in terms of drinking heavily with no regard for the consequences. Grab a four-pack of this stuff. Tastes good. You won't raise your voice at people any more than you usually would. You wake up fresh as a daisy with your usual regrets about your life, but a lot fewer about the night before. Get into it. Put duty-free in at checkout to nab yourself some free shipping. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight board from the Gulf Coast. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the <laughs> I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. I am Luke Heggie. And I'm on my own because Nick J. Cody is busy installing his Magic Happens decals on the back of his car, spreading some good vibes around his neighbourhood. As he always says, think global, start local. Tell the entire world about the good deeds you're performing, even if they mean fuck all in the general scheme of things. It's important, Melbourne. Uh, Nick's actually currently preparing for the filming of his stand-up comedy special, at the Corner Hotel in Richmond on Wednesday night. And this will have come and gone by the time this goes to air. Uh, hopefully it'll be somewhere you can watch it soon enough. Either way, if you end up listening to this, mate, there's one thing you should never forget. Now, Conrad. You listen to me. You're Nick fucking... Oh! Cody! Uh, I am recording this on a Tuesday, so Conrad has a chance to edit out the dodgiest phrases and incriminations of other people, such as... In uh, flight news this week, a couple of Air France pilots had a biff in the cockpit. Uh, not too much background or fallout to speak of just yet. Um, maybe if more details emerge, such as one of them was using the other one's tub of face cream without asking, then we'll cover it. But for now, we know nothing more than the news reports. Um, in mid-flight brawl news, the Michael Jackson Gone Too Soon poll has finished. And uh, my personal apologies to all the people who didn't want to have to listen to that dead horse getting flogged ad nauseum for the foreseeable future and were duped into a questionable election process. Uh, notwithstanding the fraud, it was close, something like 47 to 53%. And of those voting for the long version, many were just happy to find something that annoys me. 
the classic blowing out of someone else's candle to make theirs burn brighter. Behaviour I wouldn't think to partake in. Either way, Cody ran a good campaign. Well done. Uh, the wholesale culling of listeners, both patrons and otherwise, who'd be happier if they didn't have to be subjected to that shit multiple times per episode, will probably be the catalyst for me having to go back to being a labourer. Good job, dickheads. Um, the only thing I can do about it going forward is ensure that we keep all talk of death to a minimum. Maybe we can just pretend that death doesn't exist like a bunch of happy fucking simpletons. Uh, on the plugos, the MFB live Brisbane show on September 10 sold out. If any of you there want to come to the stand-up show afterwards, we're splitting an hour of new material. Can't speak for Nick, but mine is neither nice nor good. Um, the live Sydney mid-flight brawl show is filling up. September 11, never forget, matinee session, Kinsellis Hotel, Taylor Square. Uh, details for tickets are at midflightbrawl.com. Get in. Um, I'm also doing a split Sydney Fringe show at the end of September with some Sydney comedians, Alex J, along with Daniel Towns and Steph Broadbridge of Stream Roulette Podcast fame. Uh, details are at lukehege.com. Cody's back out gigging around Melbourne, nickcody.com.au for details of those. And this weekend... I happen to be going to Wagga, Wodonga and Tumut uh, on Friday, Saturday and Sunday respectively. If anyone's around there, I'll be with the Sydney Comedy Festival Showcase with a bunch of other comics. Um, come out and say good day if you're around. Um, on quite a positive mid-flight brawl note though, shout out to Pat, loyal listener and patron of the arts, if you call this the arts, and that's what I'm choosing to do. Uh, Pat recently sent me a new telephone as mine was about to explode. Cheers, Pat. Works a treat. Basics anyway. Don't know how to work the more advanced features, but uh, they expose themselves when I make a mistake while I'm trying to use it. Um, just this week too, I've got to say, we we got asked to both be on a reality TV show. I immediately said, under no circumstances, would I do that? Um, it's nothing to do with comedy. Some say this isn't either, but at least it's supposed to be. But I I don't want to do things like that. I'd rather be writing a new show doing this or doing bottle with Cam, but that's that's busy enough. But I did say that I was interested, envisioning that Nicholas Jeffrey with a J Cody may take that as a cue to sign up to the thing himself in the hope that he could ridicule me on a larger scale, which would make him very, very happy. But uh, even with our manager in relaying my intentions to him, immediately spilling the beans on my dastardly plan, Cody reckons he would have been on to me anyway. So... Neither of us will be on the telly anytime soon, and everyone's all the better for that. Uh, in my haste to refuse, I forgot to even ask what the money was like. Should have demanded $2 billion. Anyway, enough chit-chat from me. We recorded this episode a week or so ago, uh, and here it is. All right, this week, mate, we're looking at, if you can cast your mind back, to November 12, 2009. And it's a uh, Thai Airways flight from Bangkok, Thailand to Heathrow, London. Beautiful. In uh, 2020, Thai Airways went bankrupt. Now it's on its way back somehow. Bankrupt doesn't mean what it used to, clearly. Um, You've got to let people fucking go on it for it to earn some cash. I'm sure our mate Carl Chandler is doing a few solo trips over there. He's trying to help out. Oh, he's keeping, keeping the joint afloat. They love that. If it wasn't for solo uh, white middle-aged men, most Thai airways would be in trouble, I reckon. Whole country would be in a recession. 
culprits were a mismanagement and a bribery scandal. Sick. They happened to coincide with the invention of COVID-19, so jury's out. <laughs> um, our hero today is a, a bloke by the name of James Green. Uh, definitely not to be confused with the godfather of soul, James Brown. Our James, followed by a colour, when yelling his own name into a microphone, would probably follow it up with the term property developer. Oh, what a dude. Oh, no. Um, originally from Britain, but lives in Thailand with his Thai wife. And unlike what you always say, I think it's absolutely fine. <laughs> People can find true love anywhere at all, Nick, especially property developers. It's true. It's just got to be hard, doesn't it? It's got to be a harder sell. Yeah. When you go, I know what you're thinking. You'd almost have to open with, I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Anyone who starts with anything with that, even if I wasn't thinking what they think I'm thinking, I am then. And it's hard to dislodge that out of my fucking brain once you've opened with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like people saying I'm a good bloke. Yeah, well, I didn't <laughs> didn't think you were that, but I didn't know. But jury's back now, buddy. Actions speak louder than words, but I like what you're yeah. trying to do. <laughs> I mean, love can creep up and chloroform someone from behind without warning. James could have been innocently developing properties in Thailand or anywhere for that matter. Property development knows no bounds. It's like shame in these modern times. Tell you what, though, you know it would blow me away if they went to Thailand and found an older wife. Yeah, it doesn't seem to. I mean, <laughs> it must happen all the time. We just don't see it. <laughs> Blokes remarrying but older. Yeah. Um. One of the one of the articles I read stated under a stock photo of a plane, which is standard when you're looking at these uh, cases, says auctioneer James Green was drunk on a plane, etc. So doing everything. I don't know if he's an auctioneer or a property developer. It's a pivoter. How many beers have I had? One beer. I've had one beer. Two beers. Yeah. Maybe our three beers. <laughs> Maybe four beers at best. Four. Can I get? Have I had five? Who knows? Six beers. Possibly seven beers. <laughs> Yeah, he's um, well. James is living his best life over there in Thailand, but he's ended up the day before going to Bangkok. And I've spent a couple of nights in Bangkok. <laughs> I think the worst idea, I ate a scorpion on a bloody stick. On a stick? Yeah, a few little bugs and shit. Like a marshmallow. Yeah, I forget the uh, I forget the party the party street in Bangkok, but cooking all sorts of stuff out there on an open flame. Give me one of these, try a spider. I don't know much about them. Do they get rid of the sting before you eat it or does it not matter once it's cooked or what? I don't know, it's just crumbed. I've seen one in a tequila bottle before, but I wouldn't think to fucking eat it. Scorpion in a tequila? I've only ever heard of the tequila worm, not the tequila scorpion. Maybe it wasn't tequila. Some sort of liquor sitting there as a scorpion. Any, Maybe it was just a specimen. Any to Anytime they're putting something in the drink, anytime there's something in the bottle that's not the drink, you know, they're trying to cover up for a pretty shit drink. Oh, for sure. Goldschlager. Mm, gold flex. That's not your, obviously not your nicest schnapps <laughs> if you need gold in it. Um. Man, that one night in Bangkok, that was a fucking huge song when I was a kid. Tune. Anyway, um, King of Thailand. Don't know if we've ever covered him, but I don't think we've discussed him before, but what a guy. Like it's a, it's a weird feeling that in the course of our lives, 
the way we've traditionally thought of the monarchy, mm. like English versus other kingdoms, because the English one, it's always been a queen for us. So we reckon queens are all, you know, gin, scones and mummy, whereas kings are fucking lunatic despots <laughs> in Hungry Jack's crowns and shit. The Thai one's no exception. What a larrikin. Amazing. Yeah, I heard the other day we spoke about on the radio, the queen every day has fucking jam sandwiches. Yeah. I'm starting to think that to be a royal chef, you're fucking loving life. Oh. Because she just drinks gin and eats sangers. Mm. That's pretty straightforward. Pretty good. When they want food, it's going to be a roast. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of spice and shit. Master your Yorkshire pudding <laughs> and your gravy and you'll be all right over there. They're still doing that. These kings, they're ordering f- fucking tiger dicks and yeah. <laughs> you know, you've got to go 26,000 leagues under the sea to get some special fucking caviar and you know, five yeah. people die to get you one teaspoonful, all that sort of shit. They're crazy. Humpback whale blowhole. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's worth $70 billion, King Vajira Longcorn, and his name means adorned with jewels or thunderbolts. Sick. And uh, he's been married four times and has 20 mistresses. Beautiful. Good ratio. Uh, what's the point of having all that money? Mm. Yeah. One time, Thunderbolt made his dog, Fufu, an air chief marshal for the <laughs> Thai military. Got him a little uniform and everything. It's, uh, Is that like Air Bud? Air what? Air Bud. That, no, that was the dog that plays basketball. But this is a true Air Bud. Yeah. Remember that? It was like a shitty 90s kids film? No. <laughs> I wasn't a kid in the 90s. I have no reason to know what the fuck Air Bud is, um, to know what it is. Uh, he got a little unit. Nice to see a bloke who needs to portray authority, not being afraid to dress his stupid little dog up and parade it around an airbase. Like mm-hmm. everyone had to salute the dog and everything. Yeah. It's good stuff. They had a cop go to jail recently, a Thai cop for killing of a suspect. Yeah. He's one of those cops that gets around in Ferraris and shit. You go, hey, oh, yeah. is there any? <laughs> They're like, no, he's just a really good cop. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. I love that. In a way. Cops should be rewarded for being good cops and doing good work by getting Ferraris each. Oh, no, it should. If you, <laughs> I know it's fraught with danger, but it's like, all right, you get to keep the shit that you uh, repossess oh, off the crims. Yeah. Sick. Great, I mean, they do already, but <laughs> not a great idea to legalize that. Um, on so, I mean, you know, if you solve a crime, you should get a Ferrari, really. Although, Podcasts have solved their crimes now. They just swoop in at the last second. Um, on top of this, there's a nice photo of, of King Thunderbolt in Germany. It's quite partial to Germany. Uh, getting around in a limo with a mistress, and he's got a fucking crop top on. Big yeah. night. Like he'd been out for a big night. Yeah. It's not very, you know, royalty getting around nightclubs in a crop top, but, you know, who are we to judge? Um, loves Germany. Pretty much lives there ruling the kingdom of Thailand from afar. That's the ultimate work from home, really, isn't it? <laughs> like even even during COVID, he was taking trips there to hang out with 20 women, ride a bicycle in his dick togs, stuff like that, usual stuff. Um, I will say that's where, that's where stand-up comedy and breakfast radio has fucked me. You have to turn up to the place for it. Yeah, well, well some work. people has, like thrived on the Zoom thing. Yeah, it's not good. It's, no, it's not good. It's not ideal, is it? We keep fucking talking over each other. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Conrad. No worries, mate. Until you move your family to Sydney, that's uh, <laughs> going to continue. I'd love it. Why would you be king unless you can just get around doing whatever you want? That level of power, though, usually sends a man mad, like any level. 
does, but this particularly does, like 70 billion and the king of Thailand. He's not great. Um, he's, uh, his mum made him marry his first cousin in the 90s, so he did. And then he got mistresses and impregnated them, a bit like Boris Johnson. Um, studied in Australia when he's a bit younger and failed because he's an idiot, never had to do anything, such as tie his own shoelaces, much less read. Although he did learn how to fly planes. A bit dangerous with untied shoes. But um Where did he learn how to fly? Where? In Australia. I think Australia, yeah. He went to a, like a some sort of military flight. I don't know. Man, there are a lot of Thai international students at my high school and there was a there was a clear divide. There were kids that are like, I've come to Australia, I'm gonna learn all this stuff, go to a great uni, mm. take home, you know, all this knowledge and take over a big company my family owns or yeah. like some of the kids, I'm going to smoke darts on the playground and fight anyone that challenges that. Oh, yeah. Feud loose operators. Oh, the two different types of Thai kids. That was it. Yeah, right. There was no one in the middle, no one getting Cs. It was either A plus or you're getting fucking expelled. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, 80s Brisbane hadn't even heard of Thailand. No. There was not – I don't even recall a Thai restaurant. I think it was all just Chinese restaurants. I remember when I moved up to Brizzy in 2020 and I'd ask people, I was like, hey, what's a good what's a good area to get this food or this food? Just Sunnybank. That was the answer for everything. Yeah, right. Sunnybank. Been to Sunnybank? Go to Sunnybank. <laughs> all right. I think 30, 40 years ago, they just had to all call themselves Chinese and open Chinese restaurants and sell pork balls and shit. <laughs> Even though they're capable of all this nice yeah. local food from their own country, they go, yeah, okay, we'll do fucking... Yeah. Sizzling Mongolian beef, what that's what these idiots want. <laughs> Lemon um, chicken. I have not I have not eaten that style of Chinese food since, you know, I was a teenager. Oh, I had some in April. What, what lemon chicken? Yeah, I had lemon chicken at the supper <laughs> inn twice. How was it? Great. Beautiful. Exactly like I remembered it. That's how you gotta say it. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, beautiful. <laughs> Plates came out to the table sizzling. <laughs> Great. Beautiful. Had some world-class desserts later on. <laughs> yeah, they do a good Chinese there. Fried ice cream. Yeah. Oh, one of the miracles of science. When I was a kid, I couldn't believe that. Like, what? Nah, we've got to get one. Nah. Whole family share that, but we've got to see what it is. Um, one of his wives moved to England with the kids while they went to school there. And apparently she shacked up with an Air Force Marshal while there, not a dog. Yeah, um, actual one. So the king put posters up everywhere denouncing her. He threw her clothes out on the street. Then he went to a fortune teller who said he should get his daughter kidnapped and brought back to Thailand. Jeez. So he did it. Grim fortune telling. Yeah. I mean, if you insult him, you can go to jail for decades. His, uh, his sister learned this the hard way. Oof. Not to, not to question him. In 2021, he made one of his concubines his second wife which in turn made his sister second queen. She wasn't happy. She said something about it, so he broke her ankle with his cane. Jesus. Um, one dude made some disparaging Facebook posts. What do you reckon happened to him? Oh, bad news. He's in jail or he's getting some canes. He's getting a flog. No, he's in jail. Just a cool 35 years. Oof. So should really bring that in here, to be honest. Facebook, nasty Facebook comments and posts. Fuck off, mate. Man, you're in trouble. That's jail. Stop it. I'm in trouble. How? I'm not getting on there and trolling people. Yeah, really true. fucking nasty. Yeah. I'm on the receiving end of that. Don't worry. Um, and that's why we're not knocking the king here. We're all about it. 
I agree with everything he's done so far. Do you reckon the do long you reckon, the king? You reckon the ex-wife was shocked when the bloke she met in London said he was a chief air marshal? She's like, "Fuck off! It's a dog's job." <laughs> what else you do? Chase sheep around? Shut up! You're a chief air marshal. Mate, <laughs> if you saw Fufu, got a good picture of Fufu. Not chasing sheep. This dog. Yeah. Um, counting a fair few. In 2014, after another split from another wife, busy, he got her parents. Put in jail. Imagine that. Just put your ex-wife's parents in jail. Um, For five years, they had to go to jail just for being the parents of his (laughs) ex-wife. A Bloody in-laws. bodyguard. Bloody mother-in-law. Bloody mother-in-law. Put her in jail. Yep, I think I will. (laughs) Um, Bodyguard disagreed with him once. Hasn't been seen since. So probably got embarrassed that he was wrong, went out and buried himself somewhere. (laughs) That'd be my guess. (laughs) Um, <laughs> Fufu the dog. Still <laughs> more Fufu. What a life! I oh, know Fufu the dog. Unfortunately, died in 2015 oh. across the Rainbow Bridge. Um, we'll the do king. a short. We'll do a short one. Like a comet. <laughs> That's better. The king called for four days of mourning, state funeral style. He was he was only prince back then, but he became king in 2016 when his dad died at which point he could freely shave the heads of female servants he didn't really like. Great. So good on him. Long, long live the king. Love your work. By the way, is that the is that a general rule of thumb for a democratic society? Like if you if you have to mourn, it's like, hey, we're fucking mourning this. What do you mean? The dog. And you have to. Oh, you no, have no, no. To if society mourn, yeah. has to come together, it's not very democratic. Not particularly. Is it? Yeah. First one to telling st- people when they're sad. Yeah. I don't know. First one to stop clapping gets a rocket. Well, democracy is everyone telling you they're fucking sad. <laughs> That's the only difference <laughs> in these modern times. Um, Bangkok. Did you know prostitution is actually illegal in Thailand, which surprised me based on what you've told me. <laughs> but um <laughs> even with that shouldn't have taken a breath in most- there. Yep. Bad time to inhale, Cody. Yep. <laughs> there are still almost one million sex workers currently in operation there. Um, there's a the airport's pretty good. You want to hear a review of a hotel suite near the airport? Oh, this is good. I, you know how some reviews have a title in bold up the top. Yeah, you got that option. This mm-hmm. one's got a title that says "Prostitute City," and this is a TripAdvisor user. Osmel, Osmelb, A-U-S-M-E-L-B, 87. So pretty yeah. much you. Yeah, you caught from, me. From uh, 2012. Now, is this um, a positive prostitute city? No. Is there a shuckers emoji next to it? No, no, no. No. Um, it's a very fucking good, it's a, it's a perplexing review. Room was like a box, exclamation mark. No windows, very bright light coming from air conditioner, paper thin walls and staff. Speak no English overnight. But you better understand English in about five seconds. If you don't, I am going to fuck you up. <laughs> For new listeners, that is a very, very old episode that that has come from. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the sentiment still stands when people say it. Um, highlight, education in negotiation tech. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Next with local sex worker due to paper-thin walls. Low light. Prostitute allowed in hotel. So he's changed his tune there. Yeah. The lingo, mid-sentence. He's got yep. a sex worker, a prostitute, reverse woke. Um, imagine if a family was next door. Staff did Good. nothing. Great. Even after complaints. So he hasn't, this isn't one of the, when there's a fight on a plane and there were children three rows away. He's saying, imagine yeah. if. Imagine if. Yeah. You still have to think of the children even when there are no children. Yeah. Overall, a terrible experience and no sleep. Food and drink also ridiculously overpriced. Three stars. Well, reads like a one. Yeah, I guarantee this bloke. If he's he's cutting corners. If you're staying in an airport hotel in Thailand, you are you are really travelling on a budget. Also, Osmelb eighty seven, twenty twelve. How old were you? Twenty twelve. Twenty five. Twenty five year old bloke is writing something like that. Internet reviews. Fuck! What a loser. Yes. Uh, Bangkok Airport. You know what we haven't thought through, though? Maybe it was Osmelb 1887. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was a 125-year-old man just trying to get some using, rest. Using the internet, <laughs> yeah. Bangkok Airport. I remember a classic Confucius Says joke from the mid-'80s when they were all the rage. Mm-hmm. Remember Confucius Says? Yeah. just put his crowbar any old thing. man who walks sideways through an airport is probably going to Bangkok. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how we laughed. Um. <laughs> If anyone happens to be in Bangkok Airport wanting to soak up a bit of last-minute Thai culture, then I can recommend the Novotel Hotel, the only hotel in the international airport. It's got a great bar called the Touchdown Bar. Great. Grab yourself an A2 menu, settle in for some one for Falcon per patron excellence. Grab yourself a Tom Yum pizza. Oh, mm, f- Fusion. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 fucking yuck. I was I was so excited then. I love a Tom Yum soup. Tom Yum pizza. Oh, great. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's Open atrocious. Open your gullet and insert a few pad, crap power, moo, triple sliders. Wash oh. down with a litre or two of icy cold generic Singha beer. Yuck. Oh, well, the Singha beer, they're under something, but God, why are you fucking with the food there? Thai food is, it might be my favourite cuisine. I love it. It's pretty good. It's very I'd good. have it every day if I could. Well, I can. Yeah. But uh, coconut milk, too much of it, no bueno. Um, <laughs> fucking love it. Going to order some now, actually. Big fan of the Thai food. Most people just consider it like you just Thai fusion is just whacking some sweet chili sauce on everything. <laughs> you know, wedges with sour cream and sweet chili sauce. That's Thai fusion to a, to a standard yeah. bloke. Uh, anyway, the incident. Better get stuck in. What's the... Penang curry mousse like for dessert. Oh should, fuck! What else have they done? What do you make? What do you make a green tea in dessert? Like, no. you know, you accidentally get an ice cream and there's fucking green tea in it or no. something. No, that's not on. No, leave it alone. James Green boarded the flight at midnight and immediately started drinking. I think it's more like continued. Drinking. Yeah. <laughs> new day, he new drank. me. Twelve oh one. Let's get stuck in. Oh yeah, he is coming in hot. He drank for how long, do you reckon? How many hours? Oh, I'm going to have to go with three. 
Yep. Magic number, yeah it is. It's the magic number. Beautiful. Three hours. Yeah, three hours of drinking until the stewards finally refused him any more drinks. Clearly aggravated, James got up from his seat and went to the toilet where he started slamming the door oh. and emptying bin contents onto the floor. Oh, That's an awkward God. door to slam, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know. The the um the foldy accordion door. <laughs> yes. Doesn't work. It's not a slider. It's not a fucking slam of doors is the realm of teenagers and the like. That cute little foldy one. That's not easy to slam. No run up. Um, the rest of the plane was asleep at this point. I read that and thought, oh, I doubt it. It's always some fucking yeah. ass hat with the reading light on all night, usually next to me. <laughs> no way everyone's asleep unless they've been drugged or a window's open. I can't imagine you sleeping on a plane. You're just staring at the screen, not on, with your semich on your little tray table. <laughs> I'm staring at someone who is asleep. You've got your right. You got your right typewriter out, your Kaczynski <laughs> typewriter, just finishing off the manifesto. <laughs> uh, Mr. Green tried to stumble back to his seat, but instead he landed on another passenger who was sleeping. When the man woke up, turbulence. Yep. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, the man woke up and asked what was happening. James started spitting and swearing at him. That's not going to help. Um, then he's gone back to his own seat. Only to be fuming. Never sit back down until you're ready, I reckon. It's like it's like when you've gotten out of your car to bash a pedestrian. Take a few moments, get your head together before you get back into your car and drive off. Don't drive angry. Fucking dangerous. Get it all out. Um so if you must sit down, you know, before you've blown off all your steam, there's only one thing for this. Uh the bloke who he stumbled onto was in the row behind him. So he's confronted him through the gap in the seats oh. and continued spitting on his face and chest and abusing him. Oh, not even knees up. No, no, no. Looking over the seat, just through the gap. Go Straight it. through. Oh. Nothing quite as punchable as that little triangle of faces there, <laughs> like that little bit of squash face. He'd, at the best of times, if it's spitting on you, surely that's licensed to bash. Yeah. Probably to death. Now you pull um, the hair, pull the hair through. I haven't seen the bloke. I hope he's got hair. You've got to pull hair through. Yep. Wedge in between the seats and then stand up. You can go around and just fucking liver shots <laughs> <laughs> with his head wedged in between seat B and this C. A, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if nothing else, this, this podcast is quite educational at times. If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. If you're throwing punches, <laughs> be in the aisle. Don't throw from oh. your seat. You're stuck. No. Never. Silly move. Um. James's statement while he's poking his head through the little seat thing was, do you want some? Come on then. See. He kept spitting. I, I can even the most hard-nosed judge in the world will ruffle the defendant's hair there and say, look, get out of here. You bashed the guy for that? No problem. You've killed him? No worries. <laughs> he was spitting on you, wasn't he? Um, James was then handed a warning letter about his behaviour, mm. which he tore up. In a fit of rage. Of course. Fair enough. Formality, isn't it? This must be a um, a box ticking thing. We gave him the note. Oh, I think so. Maybe. I mean, if you're on a plane, you want some confetti made in a hurry, just prevent a drunk op- <laughs> Just give a drunk auctioneer with a piece of paper. Just go, there you go. Make some confetti, you angry little man. But also, it's, um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's that thing. It has to be a box ticking thing. Yeah. Because I don't think it's ever turned anyone. By the time in... 129 episodes of this, anytime someone's been handed a note, 
they've never read it and gone, fuck. You know what? Fair enough. I apologize. No, it won't happen. This note has made me realize what I've done and how I'm annoying everyone around me. It's all it's all formalities for later on. It's, it's you know paving the way. Mate of mine used to be a um the red rag to a bull. He was a friend of mine was a security guard in London outside some shops. Yeah, he wasn't qualified like a you know. If, a fairly heavy shoplifting area and people stealing razors and shit. So he's outside like a big chemist or something like that. And I didn't really care about the job. But one day this guy ran and grabbed shit and ran off. So he chased him down and tackled him on the street. Yeah. And the police came and he's talking to him. He goes, yeah, the guy ran off with an arm full of razors and expensive shit. So I ran after him and tackled him. And the police are saying, so just in your statement here, we'll say uh, you yelled out stop three to four times <laughs> while he was running. He goes, no, I just t- no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I yelled out stop. Yeah. yeah. I definitely yelled out stop <laughs> before I fucking took him down. <laughs> Mate, when I got back from the snow last week, um, the Uber driver, I couldn't get into my street. There are about four cop cars, five undercover cop cars, and then some blokes sort of fucking commando kit. Yeah. M4, proper automatic rifles, bloke on the ground. Everyone guns on him. I'm like, fucking, what has happened here? Sorry, this is in your this is in your street. Yeah, just outside my street, so I couldn't get in. Brilliant. And um, fuck, what happened here? And I, I found I found out it was a bloke that had stolen a cop's gun the day before, Ooh, shot it, off and the r- run off with it. Oh yeah, the cop had pulled it and got it off him. Fuck. Um, and took off. They tracked him down. How's this technology? They shut down his. They sort of disabled his car. How? While he was driving, I don't know, but it turned off a few cars around it, so there was a bunch of traffic because all these cars just turned off. Yeah, right. Always have an old diesel if you're going to steal a cop's gun. Said it before, we'll say it again. Don't go modern. But the cop, the cop, um, I think he wants to be an action hero cop. The one that I spoke to, I was like, "Hey, mate, my street's just there. Can I walk through?" And he goes, "Sorry, mate," and turns around and points to the guy on the floor with the guns pointed at him. Yes. He goes, this fella's having a really bad arvo. Oh, yeah. That's what you want. <laughs> nice. Just a contrived understatement of yeah. a fucking action hero. Brilliant. <laughs> Talk about a bad day at the office. <laughs> fucking hell. Real Rambo 2 onward stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Not first blood. Um, after the after he's ripped that up, he said, oh, I was only, only one thing for this now. Sprint down the back and try to open the door. Oh, no. Um, Finally, at full cruising altitude, he couldn't do the job despite being an entrepreneur. (laughs) Oh, maybe he didn't have self-belief. Maybe the hustle culture, he didn't rise and grind. That's what he was meant to do. I don't don't know what's happened there. It doesn't make sense. Hey, do you reckon on the notes they just write some really horrific shit because they know it's going to get torn up anyway? Just put some little Just suck me off, fuckhead. (laughs) Yeah, in the middle of (laughs) it. He's not getting down the third paragraph. Your behaviour is you're a fucking ugly bastard. Like that's just yeah, whatever. Um, after this, James has tried to gain access to first class. Uh, this was upstairs, old yeah. school, when they had the good sense to separate the classes with the flight of stairs instead of the current situation where I have to walk through. Me and the rest of the filth of society are afforded a glimpse of the high life beyond the nylon curtain when you get on and off a plane. Tell you what, I don't think there's a better ad for first class and business class than having to walk past it. Oh. Then you, you sit down and somebody's elbow touches your elbow and you go, I'll fucking sell my car to make sure this does not happen again. I'd, I'd need three more cars to sell <laughs> of my style of car to get a – you know, it's pretty much just this is what you could have if you're a better person. You're not sucked in. 
You never will be. Fuck you. Just open up the side door and let us out there. <laughs> um, three male stewards, yes, Nick, uh, tried to restrain <laughs> the crazed businessman. Right. So yeah. he smashed one in the nose and mouth with a headbutt, causing profuse bleeding. Mm-hmm. He then began kicking, punching, and headbutting anyone who came near him. Yeah. Tell you what, when you hear the words property developer or auctioneer, you probably back yourself in a fight sight unseen. Yeah. Well, why would they be tough? Yeah, um, you've forgotten a key word though in his description, English. He's dropped all the job titles and he's just left yeah. English there. A lot of English are improvers. <laughs> a lot of them who come here, they're clearly, you know where they come from and now they've got jobs like this. You go, yeah, fair enough. I mean, there's no reason for them to be gavels and fucking clipboards aren't that heavy and yet, now, muscles and fighting skills are important in all walks of life, <laughs> evidently. Paid off for um, for this James Green character. Green was continually spitting and screaming, fuck you, fuck you all, and fuck my mother. Oh, geez. When the remaining stewards, minus the <laughs> casualty and a male passenger, managed to wrestle him to the ground and handcuff him. So, nice we've gotten to the root of the problem so quickly. <laughs> New and aspiring shrinks, take note. Yep. And that means life coaches as well, like we're talking about recently. Um, it's usually a problem with a parent. You can unlock it within three hours of solid drinking. What? Fuck you, mum. You're the reason <laughs> I moved to Thailand in the first place. There we go. Sorted. Yeah. There was one huge puzzle piece missing. We had the other puzzle pieces, beers, 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 beers. We had all those. But you go, where's this yeah. massive fucking corner side piece to finish it off? Uh, Fuck you, mum. There we go. Yeah. Done. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> hopefully his mum's just normal and disappointed that he was a fucking real estate agent. Um, Slash entrepreneur. Well, entrepreneur, beg your pardon. Eventually, the stewards had managed to restrain him using plastic cords and handcuffs. So a little tip from the top here. Power cord from a computer makes for a superb modern equivalent of a garrote. Um, no one's taken them off me in the in the x-ray machine. He continued to shout. What, just laptop charging cable? Yeah. Mm. Even a even an iPhone charger, they're pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. Like you can snap one, but not before you go through a fucking jugular, <laughs> I wouldn't think. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Again, educational. <laughs> Learning. Um, Improving. Well, you, you take a stringed instrument through a through a x-ray machine, no real problem. I've done that. And the guy said, are there strings on that? Yeah. It's guitar, you fucking. So well, yeah. well, you can use them for, for a weapon. So I didn't think of that, but thanks very much. Like, yeah. And he actually, I think he, from memory, I think he rhymed, he, he mimed. Um, choking someone. Choking someone with a fucking, <laughs> with a guitar string. So, man, what are you? <laughs> yeah, and also, what about the we rest of. You have to go through nude, if that's what, the case. The rest of the guitar. Yeah. Break that on someone's head. Everything's a weapon. Just give me a few few tips really yeah you have to put your fist through the fucking <laughs> x-ray machine um he continued to shout for some time until finally blacking out in a drunken stupor so it's nice to know a man can still shout himself unconscious <laughs> maybe tough man shouting is more rigorous than the sort the rest of us do um when they landed in heathrow james green found himself being confronted by the authorities status Arrested. Police met the plane as it landed. What do you think Green said? 
uh, fuck you, mum. No. Nah. So you just stuck with it? Get fucked? He said, sorry. Oh, wow. It's the hardest word. Uh, he claimed he could not remember anything that happened. So I'm confused. He's starting to build it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, if you don't recall doing anything wrong at all, much less anything at all, then why apologise? Yeah. Uh, most property developers wouldn't apologise for consciously ruining lives and having a fucking laugh about it. What's he apologising for? Um, then when he got arrested, after this, he said to the filth, but I've apologised. I can't remember a thing. And that was it. Uh, that wasn't it, though, unfortunately. James nah. blew in the bag and he was five and a half times the legal oh, driving limit. Oh, Jesus. Lucky he wasn't driving. So what's that, point two seven, two seven five? Ah, uh, something like that. Yeah, I did read it. I didn't Fuck. write it down. Um, and yeah. that's that's after he's landed. Yeah, Fuck. hours later. 13 hours later, he was still over the limit. That's a fair while. Fuck, you'd be stiff getting done driving home. Oh. I think, and I've, I've said it before, I reckon if you get drunk, in a, say I get drunk in Sydney mm. and then I fly back to Melbourne and drive home from the airport and I get pulled over and I blow over, I go, nah, man, those beers, they were New South Wales beers. Yeah. You're not getting me for this. Here's, here's my boarding pass. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving. See you, piggies. Um, that's a fair while. 13 hours later, he's still well over the limit. Oh, I, reckon, I reckon most of us have been near death from the booze, but 13 hours later, like <laughs> – you should be able to drive. Like that's, that's what like, I mean. If you're not you're not three hours of plane drinking no. your way to a what had to be close to a point four. Yeah. You know, if hours later he's a point two seven five. Yeah. He's um yeah, he's coming hot oh. to that flight. And fucking full credit to him for getting on. A lot of people wouldn't make that plane. Oh, for sure. Silver lining. There's no way he started drinking when he got on. That's a fucking load of shit. Uh James's lawyer said Green was embarrassed. Slash entrepreneur, yeah. <laughs> and Do you reckon that's all he deals with? Multiple job title. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just going to see my accountant slash entrepreneur slash life coach. <laughs> I sent you a story the other day, Heggy, of um, the newest fucking grift. Yeah. Pretty good. Not a life coach, a divorce coach. Oh, yeah. Not bad. Read it on the ABC. Um, typically it said it's different from a mediator, lawyer, or therapist, and in Australia it's unregulated territory. No shit, just started. Typically divorce coaching is an offshoot of life coaching, which is how blah, blah, blah got into the profession. After going through her own separation in 2017, Uh. she decided to change careers from dental hygienist to life coach. Yeah. But she quickly realized her clients were coming to her for guidance in one area. Fucking hell. Divorce coach. Yeah. Pretty good. What a time. What a time. Yeah. Um, Green, his lawyer said, had 60,000 pounds. That's over 100,000 Australian dollars. <laughs> available in cash to offer up in compensation for what happened. Jeez. The lawyer added. Gone big early. You don't, oh, don't yeah. tell the full amount. Well, I think he's fucking damage controlling. He knows what's oh, coming. Yeah. Um, the lawyer added, he has a Thai partner and supports her and her extended family in a way that is culturally the norm. The, nice of the lawyer to chuck that in there, isn't it? Culturally. The normal way for yeah. a bloke to go to Thailand and get his, get married and find himself with three or four households to support. Yeah, culturally appropriate. Oh, not the sort of stereotype we here at MFB HQ would endorse, but uh, 
even though I, for one, have never seen a different scenario unfold when a bloke moves there. <laughs> um, he was, he was for the duration of the legal woes, this impressed me, he was staying with his mum in Kings Winford in the West Midlands. That's a come down, isn't it? Oof. After, after West, doing the fuck you, mum, yeah. on the plane. To the West Midlands. <laughs> yeah. From Bangkok to the West Midlands. Ah, Oof. wealthy English Thai property developer, reduced to sleeping in his race car sheets <laughs> while he gets in trouble. Fuck you, mum. It's all your fault. I tell you what, mothers are good, aren't they? Like if a public drunken tirade included, fuck you, dad. Most dads would tell the boy to go fuck himself. Not coming to my house, you little turd. Deal with it. I read it. I read the police report. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you, son. Go get a hotel. 60 grand cash, eh? Yeah. What'd you get me for fucking Christmas socks? Yeah. You got 60 grand cash to sort out some fucking flight attendants you punched in the head. Because you can't control your drink, you fucking loser. I'm getting socks. Fuck you, buddy. Uh, old uh, uh, James Green pleaded guilty of being drunk. That appears to be a crime now. Um, Uh-oh. Don't even have to have the disorderly, just drunk. <laughs> Two counts of common assault and interfering with the performance of an aircraft crew member. Now, hey, Heggy, um, I know it is an old bit of yours about mm-hmm. common assault. Oh, yeah. It's not very fucking common. Yeah. <laughs> it's not common, that type of assault. That's definitely not common. Bashing three flight attendants on a plane, that is uncommon assault. <laughs> oh, yes. Spitting through the little fucking triangle of seat <laughs> on someone, <laughs> saying, fuck you, mum, and then headbutting people. That is, I mean, it's, there are more uncommon things, but that's pretty fucking uncommon. It's a rare assault. I'd tell the lawyer to, to get onto that. Look, it's, he's going to get you on a technicality here. Actually... I think you'll find that is quite uncommon. What? <laughs> what? What do you reckon he got? Uh, well, he's, it's not going to be as in Thailand. He'd be in fucking big, big trouble. Oh no, maybe the sixty grand would have sorted it. I reckon. Um, oh, no, sixty grand would have sorted that. Yeah, if not, be in jail still now. Sixty grand, you'd be the new fucking air chief marshal. Um, <laughs> I reckon. I reckon he's getting. Fuck, see, he's a slick real estate agent. This is what I'm worried about. I was going to say three months, but now he's going to get it suspended and a big fine. You're not far off that. He, he was given a sentence of 11 months suspended for two years. There you go. And ordered to pay a fine of £4,800. There you pounds, go. About 10 grand. Uh, drop in the ocean for an entrepreneur. By the way, why are you finding him less than 60? Yeah, I don't know. He said he's got 60. Yeah, I don't, I don't know because it's not Thailand. I suppose I don't want to set a sixty thousand pound precedent for the next poor bastard who might not be an entrepreneur. He's shown his hand there. Yeah, I know. Well, maybe he hasn't. Maybe he's got a few million baht. Yeah. In his pocket there, or he's you know I don't know. He's up to something if he's a property guy. Maybe he used his Thai travel skills and just fucking bartered them down. Maybe it was sixty. He goes, I'll give you a thousand. All right, thirty thousand. I'll give you at maybe best fifteen hundred. <laughs> Bar- Bargaining is a gross concept, isn't it? Yeah. There's people doing that all the time, especially in countries where, you know, just give them your, just fucking pay. Yeah. I say these jeans, of course. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. $10, you go, it'll give you 20 cents. And then they're all proud of themselves for getting a pair of jeans for yeah. a buck. Now just give the guy 10 bucks, you fuckhead. Yeah. Um, also, why are you buying jeans in Thailand, you fuck Steve? <laughs> well, you might be shorts going to a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, an entrepreneur can afford to support. Uh, you know, an extended family. That is, that's not much money. The, um, the judge stated the brutally simple fact is that you drank much more than you are capable of handling. So not so much of a tangible punishment, but a rip a little insult to his manhood, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it won't cost you 60 grand. I'm going to tell you you're a fucking lightweight. Sucked yeah. <laughs> in. That's, that's punishment enough for a West Midlands man. Sorry, on your record, we do have to put you're a one pot screamer. <laughs> <laughs> it's on your license too so don't even fucking 13 hours later still blowing over fucking hell oh, you got kids liver what do you got <laughs> send him to juvenile court <laughs> gotta try you as a child mate can't handle your fucking piss like a kid <laughs> That brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Mate, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, fighting aside, I just want to have beers on the beach and some fucking Thai food. Bloody good ad for Thailand, this ep. Oh, yeah, not bad. <laughs> Maybe don't get yourself an extended family if that's an option on the menu, but just some nice uh, Tom Yum pizza, a couple of beers, take it easy. I do like that is that is the catch, and there's always a catch in these things, these blokes here that just leave their families fuck this, mm. go over to Thailand, start a new one. Yeah. And then you end up having to support eight families. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. To each their own. Uh, horse foot, you know, takes different strokes to move the world. Love is love. They're probably very, very happy. While well, some men just have a lot of love to give. Don't yuck someone else's Tom Yum. <laughs> uh, that brings us to the end of the episode. Midflightbrawl.com. We've got live shows coming up. Brizzy sold out. Sydney's almost sold out. We're coming to South Australia and then bloody FNQ coming to Queensland yes, uh, later in the right. year. Those dates will be announced soon. Air Jaden and Larrikin Island T-shirts available as well. They're flying out the door. That's it, I think. Yep. Go, mate. See you next week. Take it easy. See ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap.